0: Do you feel as though you're struggling mightily when it comes to your career? If you are, this podcast will give you tips to turn that approach on its ears. You won't want to miss it. Ready to hear it now? Welcome to Thrive with Nancy. This podcast is dedicated to you, an executive woman who wants more from a career and your career and you're fed up with twisting yourself in knots to make it happen. I'm guessing it will not come as any surprise to anyone that I strongly advocate no one gets the top alone. This advice holds true, especially for women executives who have a more challenging time achieving success in the business world, even with all of your giftedness. Women tend to think they carve out careers based upon perseverance, as 91% of a KPMG woman study found, and hard work alone. Yes, both attributes are elements of a woman's leader's arsenal, but they won't take you to the top single-handedly. At most, they will take you to mid-level in your career. These four tips we're going to be talking about today will move you forward with ease so you're never building your career alone and you get to go as high as you want. Number one, your boss. You have to understand that besides yourself, your boss is the single most crucial relationship to building a successful career. I know it's not always easy working alongside a troublesome one. With research revealing that three out of every four employees reports that their boss is the worst and most stressful part of their day, and 65 percent of employees said they'd take a new boss over a pay raise. I bet you can relate. But guess what? Such a difficult situation with your direct supervisor can lead to a breakthrough. Did you hear that? A breakthrough. So keep listening. It's a breakthrough in your career. Because now you're going to be seen as a team player. And that is a crucial factor to an executive's rise to the top. What can you do to make that happen? And what can a woman do to turn her boss into gold? Step one, stop talking negatively about your boss to anyone in your company. Stop focusing on the less than qualities and attributes of your boss. Step two, Discover what your boss brings to the table that the organization honors. It's why your boss is still there. Step three, master. Now you know the skills your boss shines at and your company honors. Time to own them for your career. Do you hear me? Ask your boss to mentor you or find someone else to mentor you so that you own those skills that your organization wants its top leaders to have. Step four, fill the gap. See your boss's weaknesses as an opportunity and volunteer to assist. These four steps will move your career forward faster than ineffectual bemoaning of a less than boss. Number two, mentors, sponsors. You don't have to learn everything on your own. As a woman, Entering the marketplace interested in moving up the corporate ladder from the low level through the mid level management, you should keep your eyes open for mentors to support your growth. Seeking advice early and often establishes a foundation for your thriving career. A Center of Talent Innovation study found that men are more likely to be mentored by senior executives. In contrast, women are more likely to have junior-level mentors. Huh. Let's just look at this for a moment. From a practical point of view, which demographic do you believe has more influence to up-level your skills, not to mention your career potential? Yes, we all know what it is, and you got it in one. So take a look at making connections higher up. And then as you move into senior level positions, shifting to sponsorship relationships, which has a duality to it. They give to you, you give to them. What is this sponsorship relationship all about? They're investing in developing your career and it's essential to you. These executives actively facilitate overseeing your career advancements, introductions to influential relationships, how to navigate workplace politics, and promoting you in the organization, along with a whole bunch of other invaluable guidance. And since more men are at the highest ranks of the organization, this means consciously concentrating on senior male leaders as a vital strategic factor when developing your network. And don't forget reciprocation. What can you do for them is an essential element of the sponsorship relationship. When you look across industries and companies, you discover that an influential network is the number one barrier to women stepping into their organization's most senior levels. There's a potent correlation between a successful executive woman and their high-ranking senior management support system. Research, again from the Center of Talent Innovation, reveals that 68% of sponsored women feel they are progressing through the ranks at a satisfactory pace compared to unsponsored women. Now, take a look at your calendar. Are you scheduling time to generate relationships with senior leaders, whether as a mentor or sponsor, in the organization to improve your career trajectory? If by chance you hesitate to make these all-important connections because you don't think anyone will say yes to you because they're so busy or whatever goes on in your head, reconsider. The KPM research recently showed that 70% feel a personal obligation to help more women advance in the workplace. And no wonder when one study after another confirms that executive women who support other women are more successful in business. Let's look at the third element, social media. I've been sharing Jessica Stillman's predictor with my clients for years. That is, being in an open network instead of a closed one, closed networks are people who already know each other, is the best predictor of career success. It is expanding your career through who you know instead of exclusively what you know. More recent research reveals this is acutely applicable for you an executive woman who faces more hurdles than your male peers would ever imagine. The Harvard Business Review article by Brian Newsy says it's more critical for executive women to maintain both wide networks and informative inner circles in order to land the best positions. What's his advice for women who want to up their ante on effective social media connections? He says a woman needs both influential networks and a close community of women. He suggests that it is because, quote, a woman's inner circle is likely to provide critical, private information on job opportunities and challenges, unquote. Based on my client's experience, I'd say he's right on with this advice. Women share with me that their insider circle gives them knowledge regarding jobs before they're posted, encouragement on applying for a position, salary ranges of the company, and what others have received, bosses' preferences, best departments to work for in their company, etc. Pretty invaluable advice, I'd say. Brian states that executive women should, quote, seek quality over quantity as connecting with people connected to multiple networks is a key strategy. And just as Stillman uncovered, he says the more you associate with similar-minded or experienced people, the less likely you will be to diversify your network and inner circle. So, Think of higher, broader connections when building your power career network, I say. And please take this one to heart. Beware of a closed inner circle where the people within it are similar and have similar insights and opportunities. That's not an effective network. It doesn't expand your reach. When you reflect on your efforts to connect through social media, how do you assess your efforts? There is no question that every one of my clients who isn't rigorously posting and connecting with their brand and career in mind say they don't have enough time to do it. I have to challenge you in case that comes up in your mind. You can't afford not to make a commitment to this effort of social media when 85% of all jobs are found through networking and CNBC states that 70% of jobs are never published publicly. And LinkedIn learned 35% of the participants in their study said a casual conversation through LinkedIn led to new opportunities. And 79% of professionals agree that networking is valuable for career progression. I hope these stats have you remaining steadfast in your commitment to social media if you already are doing that or has you promising yourself you'll initiate it now. The fourth tip executive coach. As a strategic coach I believe in the efficacy of coaching. Not only am I one but I have rarely been without a coach throughout my 30 plus years in business. Coaching focuses on partnering with an executive to generate change through leading to a fulfilling, satisfying career. Why ever would an executive woman choose not to hire or ask her organization to pay for one is beyond me, especially with research demonstrating that executives see a 22% increase in productivity through training loan. But hear this. But hear this, when combined with coaching, the figure rises to 88%. That's a huge lift in development when you simply hire a coach. Additionally, the International Coaching Federation states that executives sustain a 70% performance increase in goal attainment, clearer communication, and satisfaction. Where in the world would you ever have someone whose only interest, commitment, and job is to partner with you to produce improved results for you? But even more importantly, I believe having a trusted coaching relationship as an executive woman is imperative. Gaining influence, recognition, and authority in corporations is a rocky road for you. A wise, knowledgeable, trusted partner on your side makes the journey less perilous, bewildering, and far more effective and powerful. After all, you can't know what you don't know. On top of individual improvement you, the executive woman, receive, your company attains huge benefits when you coach. So you're going to be more valuable for them. Burson and Associates established that organizations with senior leaders who are coached and coach effectively and frequently improve their business results by 21% compared to those who never coach. And to cap it off, a Matrix global study found that executive coaching has a, listen to this, this is staggering, has a 788% return on investment based on factors including increases in productivity, And employee retention. And commitment to women, we all know, is particularly vital in today's marketplace with so many talented women leaving their companies. Are you ditching the thought that you want to do it solo? In which one of the four areas do you intend to be more thoughtful and vigilant? Will you be putting your mental muscle into generating a strategic relationship with your boss? Or developing mentors or sponsors who support your career aspirations, or begin paying quality attention to your social media connections, or identifying the right executive coach for yourself. Don't delay, or you will continue to have a less than satisfactory career and one that you have to work far harder than you need to. And that isn't something you would want, is it? If you found value, I'd appreciate you hitting the like button and subscribing to this podcast. By now, you have to know that I'm committed to helping every executive woman find a fulfilling, satisfying, standing in business for herself, and I can't do that alone. I need you spreading the word. In this podcast, I advocated finding an executive coach, one that you can trust and who has your best interest at heart. I would be honored If you'd like to explore such a relationship with me, check out your strategic edge coaching program I offer with extras, such as a mastermind program with other dynamic women at www.thrivewithnancy.com forward slash executive forward slash. If you then become interested in learning more, you can click the link on that page to schedule a free discovery call with me. I'd love to discover how together we can achieve all you see and hope is possible. Let's explore bringing all your giftedness and possibilities and dreams to life. I'd be delighted to support you. Remember, no one ever makes it to the top or even arrives at their destination alone. I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast